The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Before we begin, I'd like to welcome you to 2022. I wish you and your loved ones a happy and healthy new year. I'd also like to announce we have a couple of new features on our website. First, the search function is now active. You can search for a term or the name of a guest, and the system will take you to the results page. Just ignore the ads, and right after them, you will find the term you're looking for. I think that's a great functionality for those of you always looking for past shows, and uh, it was very difficult to find now that we have 14 seasons. Also, if you're a non-member, you can now enjoy the first segment when it airs by clicking on the listen or pop-up button on our homepage at veritasradio.com. The latest episode will stream 24-7 until it's replaced by a new episode. Members, you can still play, download, and enjoy all the benefits of your subscription. This year, I'd like to share some of the messages that I'm receiving on our website. Just go to the members section and you see the link right there. But please, don't send messages for support. It's only messages if you want us to play it here with questions for me, or if you want your message to be broadcast on the air. Let's listen. Mel, I'd just like to thank you from the bottom of my heart and from all my soul for this incredible work. You are an amazing interviewer, and what you're doing, I just feel so blessed to have found it. And I just wanted to know that. I just wanted you to know that your sensitivity, your kindness, your openness, and your willingness to speak about things that most people won't speak about anymore. I just want you to know that you give me faith in humanity. And thank you so, so much. Bless you and your whole team or whoever you all work together, whatever this is. This is some of the best media I've listened to in years. So thank you. Thank you, Aline. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Thank you for your message. And I hope that others join you this year. I'd love to hear from, from you. And I'd love the audience to hear what you have to say, what you've learned, what Veritas has done for you in the past few years, or even if you're new. Thank you. Tonight, we bring ancient wisdom for modern times. What will 2022 be like from an astrological point of view? I hear the theme of 2022, according to astrologers, is the year of the new abnormal. Because old systems break down, space for new ones will emerge. And as the new year begins, we're in the thick of that in-between place, stumbling around in a state of cognitive dissonance. I feel like 2021 has burned out a lot of people. It's almost as if we've gone through a ritual of some sort. And I do see that it's about rising from the ashes or snapping out of this mass formation psychosis. To decode what's coming in 2022, stay with us. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and more. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store, for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, 
rebounders, CBD pure hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Jeff Hartman is a second-generation astrologer and spiritual consultant with over 40 years of experience. He's the only astrologer on the planet who stores his clients' records in filing cabinets given to him by the one and only George Carlin. Hartman offers detailed personal and business readings using Vedic, Nadi, classical, and astral location astrology. He also offers corrective measures, and he works with clients to design custom talismans made with natural, untreated gems. He has solved many paranormal cases involving haunted dwellings, UFO-related events, and possession. He has cleared people, homes, and commercial spaces experiencing negative spiritual attachments. He has assisted treasure hunters in deciding if, when, and where to dig. He also has been contracted to special research projects. Concurrently, Harman has also worked in many areas of the entertainment industry. He has patented technologies and has performed forensic work as a sound expert in association with many federal, state, and local government agencies. His website is jeffharman.com, which is linked at our website. And Jeff Harman joins us directly from Southern California. Hello, Jeff, and welcome back to Veritas. Happy New Year. Hey, same to you, Mel. It's good to be back. Well, we spoke last year, and a lot of things were under a lot of trepidation when you and I spoke last year. A lot of... uh, we were undecided as to what was going to happen. And, and, you know, I don't mean to be talking politics here, but we thought things were going to change. And they have. They certainly have changed this year. I don't know how much worse things can get. So the first question I have for you is the big price question. What will 2022 be like from an astrological point of view? I think for the United States, it's probably going to be one of the most unprecedented years we've ever seen. Um, this last couple have been. Um, when, when you look at what happened with everything you know, politically that happened, and you look at COVID, if you remember, I've been on your show, Mel, for years and years. Everybody's always asking me, what do you think about the Mayan calendar? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I always said 2020 was going to be the real trigger point because of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And that's exactly what happened. You could have set your watch literally to when that happened. The, the main lamestream media went nuts the second the Saturn-Pluto conjunction hit. And the political and I think personal ramifications that this COVID is going to leave on the world is going to be unprecedented. And uh, we also had the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, a renewal of a 240-year major cycle happened on the 20. 20- first of 2020, which is again, right at the end of 2020. And uh, we saw what's been happening. We've seen big tech and so many very high tech things come in and kind of serpentining around humanity. And it's continuing as we speak. The United States has the most powerful energies is ever, ever had on it. Um, we're having a Neptune square Mars, Neptune opposition, Neptune series. And that actually began right 
uh, last spring of 2021, and the Afghanistan craziness and all the mandates came in on the second aspect of it this summer in August, the final hurrah or the final aspect is happening right at the end of this month, January of 2022, and the final Neptune opposition Neptune is happening right at the beginning of March. But, and I should say also, the last time this happened was right before the Civil War in 1861, right before the Civil War. Um, If you go back and you look at the United States birth chart, and I don't care what time any astrologer wants to use, these Neptune series happened three times, just like they're happening now. And when they completed, the Civil War broke out. This one, I think, is a lot different because in between and unlike the 1861 uh, events, we are now going to have something called a Pluto return. And you're pretty familiar with astrology, Mal. You know what Pluto means. It's transformation, destruction, and rebirth. And that's what's happening three times. And it happens, it commences right in the middle of February of this year. I'm going to have questions. I'm going to have questions that are probably left field. So bear with me because they're just occurring to me as you're speaking. Was, and I hate to ask you this at the beginning, but I have to. Was Trump, I don't know if you can, with Vedic astrology if, if, or interrogation astrology, was Trump a Trojan horse along with COVID in order to usher in what we're seeing today? That's a good question. I, I've never really looked at that. That's actually a great question. Now, let me understand that because we'll cast an interrogation chart on that. When you say a Trojan horse, was he actually knowledgeably being used for that, are you saying? being used or himself placed in that position on purpose to deceive us. I mean, that's a question I get all the time. And the reason why I'm asking you this, Jeff, is because of his incessant push to get everyone vaxxed. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, and now we're hearing that most of the people that are sickest are the ones that are vaxxed. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I, I cannot tell you how many doctors who I have as clients and people who are in very strategic positions in the medical industry who are telling me things that I don't think anybody wants to hear about this vaccination. And um, did you hear just recently, Mel, that in Indiana, a life insurance company, and I've been hearing this from several places, said deaths are up 40%, 40, 40%. And, and what's interesting is they actually said, and this is again, the, I think it was the surgeon general of Indiana said that just to give you a perspective of how drastic this is, 10% would be catastrophic, uh, compared to pre-pandemic levels, 10%. 40% is unheard of. And these are people writing checks. These are not people with conspiracy theories. These are not people who are, you know, trying to promote an agenda or some kind of a show. These are people in the industry writing checks for deaths. And they're saying we've never seen, and they've been in business since 1877. They've never seen anything like this. I'm hearing the same thing from 
people who have been in positions, very, very prestigious positions in the medical industry for 30, 40 years plus, and they're saying we're leaving our post because we know from the top down we're going to get our license ripped out of our hands if we report things that are inconsistent with what they want to hear. And this has been catastrophic on pulmonary and uh, – you know, heart disease, and particularly in young people, uh, males especially. Uh, so it's very creepy, and they will not tie it to the vaccine. They won't allow it to be tied to the vaccine, nor will they allow it to be construed in any way to anything other than, well, it's just a death. And um, anyways, back to your question. You, you said Mel was – was Trump placed as a Trojan horse? Um, that may take me a little time to delineate, but as we go through the show, I will be doing so. And uh, that is a good question. You're actually the first one who has specifically asked that question. So let me just see here. Well, while you look for that, let me just make this comment. A lot of people wrote to me last year. Oh, Mel, you say that you're that you're apolitical. Well, in, in in many ways I am, because I think anybody who gets to a position of power uh, is either subverted or will be destroyed like JFK. I had hopes for Trump, and believe me, I'm, I, I still like what he did, most of what he did, but I just, uh, I'm pulling my hair sometimes when I see him speak, and, and he's so gung-ho about people who, who doubt these experimental treatments, because that's what they are. Uh, but, you know, autopsies, people are not being allowed to speak. All these coroners out there and pathologists who want to come out and say, I'm looking at organ failure, total organ failure oh, yeah. after the person has been. That's what I'm hearing, too. That's what uh, I'm hearing too. Yes. I'm not a doctor, I'm not giving any opinions exactly. here. I'm just telling people what I'm hearing and you're hearing the same thing. And these are people who've been in the medical profession all their lives. They're telling me this. And it sounds like you're hearing the same thing. Not only that, but uh, I don't know if you know the name. I think it's John O'Looney. We, we've been in contact. He uh, he manages, I think he's the owner of a funeral home in England. And uh, he's been making the rounds and in a lot of places talking about what he's found. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the last couple of days there was an attempt, attempted assassination on him. So anybody who's out there speaking out, just... Pray, pray for them. Pray for them because we need them more than ever. Yeah. Well, I got to say, this fits the astrology. See, what I was mentioning earlier is the Pluto-Saturn conjunctions, empires have fallen on these. And we may be witnessing one right now called ours and the world. And what's interesting is, see, Pluto-Saturn conjunctions – happen about every 38 to 40 years, give or take, they can be a little less, a little more. Because you got to re remember, years do not equate to synodic cycles of astronomy, which is really what astrology is. And But it was the confluence of the Jupiter-Saturn 240-year mutation conjunction that's ushering in this extremely high-tech era. And I can tell you the confluence of this is if I were a New World Order bad guy and I was looking for timing to do this, I would have done it right exactly when they did. Exactly. It's I know they're using astrology and um, because the astrology mirrors it to the T. It's not close. It's right on. 9-11 was right on. The bank crashes were not right on. You see these major events 
<clears throat> that have ripple effects in society for years and possibly forever to come in structural society. I mean, you look at what 9-11 did. It, it, uh, the Patriot Act, it reverberated out through the world in every branch of security, the ability to eavesdrop, the ability to basically look at anyone's freedoms. And it was all under the guise of terrorism. And, um, it, the, the far-reaching effects were amazing. Same thing in 2008 and 2009. And what we're seeing here has happened. It's not just COVID. It is also an encroachment of socialism and communism at a level that's really alarming because the far-reaching financial effects of this are, are going to be unprecedented, unprecedented. And um, I, I can tell you that we're just getting going here because, see, on the 19th of December of 2021, which is just, you know, weeks ago, uh, we moved into a Venus retrograde period. Now, Venus goes retrograde every couple of years, almost three years. But this one is a very special one. It's called an inferior conjunction. And that's just a fancy term that means Venus is going backwards between the Earth and the Sun. Much, much more powerful. This was known as Lucifer falling. It's also known as the Quetzalcoatl myth. In fact, many cultures had identified this inferior passing between the earth and the sun as an extremely dangerous and extremely powerful time. What exacerbates this further is that we have something known as a Kalasarpa yoga. And people may say, well, what the heck's that? Well, Kalasarpa yoga is a, an expression meaning it's a serpent curse and it comes because of the moon's north and south nodes. See, the north and south nodes are eclipse points. It's where the sun and the moon and the earth's eclipse orbits line up. And of course, we know what we get when that happens. We either get a, a new moon eclipse, right? The occultation of the, of the sun, or we'll get a full moon eclipse and occultation of the moon. <clears throat> and throughout history, everyone's known these are exceedingly powerful energies. Well, when you have all the planets between that and not just the inner planets we've got neptune uranus and pluto we have some very powerful alignments going on right now hence look at the strange weathers look at the stuff we're hearing about the tornadoes the the roads being blocked people without power we're likely to see uh, this be very powerful over the next several days for sure. The Venus actually goes into the sun. That's called the conjunction of the sun. And that, the ancient myth was that was Lucifer falling, committing the axe and cast down to the earth as Venus went occidental, meaning setting after the sun. It was the evening star, which it is right now. And then it goes to the alignment of the sun. Then it slowly becomes the morning star. And that's when the energies really shift. And this will continue until the end of this month. Right around the 30th, it will station and go direct. Well, Mercury is also about to go retrograde too. So all these things get exacerbated a lot when you have these energies happening in the Kalasarpa Yoga. See, again, that is when all the planets are between the moon's north and south nodes. Very fateful. A lot of strange stuff happens. Strange phenomena, strange weather, 
you can also get some pretty weird happenings uh, to go on. And uh, this is also why they're really pushing the crap right now out of the Omicron, which again seems to be uh, much less severe than what everyone has touted it might be. Um, and again, that's from sources. But here's where this all lines up. This is all leaning into at the end of this month, the United States experiences its final Neptune square Mars. What is that? That is clearly don't urinate down my back and tell me it's raining. That is a very subterfuge, tricky, bamboozled, misinformation, trickery, all those things come under that topic. And it's out. It's literally out and out subterfuge. <clears throat> and then the Pluto return happens right in February. Then we go into the final Neptune opposition, Neptune. So plain English on all this, the United States has never experienced this before. It takes about 245 to 248 years for Pluto to go around. It's not exact. And of course, we know the United States is going to be 246 years old this July 4th. And speaking of naughty astrology, which is, again, really uh, a practice that I've been integrating more and more and more into my work because of the magical uh, paths of the soul that it seems to show. It, it's uh, uh, There's no astrology quite like it. And, um, and by the way, I should mention the power of the moon's nodes in naughty astrology. You and I will die. We will exit the body known as death. What's interesting is in Nadi astrology, they don't call death, death. They call it liberation of karma. Isn't that an interesting expression? And that will happen when the moon's south node, known as Ketu, aspects the planet of karma, Saturn, and the moon's north node will make either a progression or a transit to the Jupiter, which is the life breath force of the soul. So... The symbolism in, in Nadi astrology for the moon's north and south nodes is the north node is our perception of reality and K2 is the portal out of here. So when they juxtapose against the planet of karma and the soul or the indicators of that, the, the powerful things happen. Well, here's what's important. The 246th birthday of the United States, which will happen July 4th of 2022, something positive may be happening here. And that is Saturn, for the first time ever, will make its sojourn over the destiny makers of the United States, Jupiter, Venus, Sun, Mars, and the Moon. That's a lot of power. And that's called an air trine, where free will tends to be exercised more easily. Um, and I, I I can tell you from what I'm hearing, you know, we've heard a lot of sensational things over the last year or so on the internet about something miraculous happening to change the course of direction in this country. Um, but this actually may be an indicator that that could happen. And... I think if people in very high places love their grandchildren and children too, we just might see something happen. I don't think this is going to happen at a lower level politically. And if it does, it will have happened on a much higher level first because um, 
the District of Criminals is bought and paid for. for Carlin was right. Forget the politicians. You have owners. They own this place. What, They've what, demonstrated that. What do you think George Carlin would say today oh, if he were alive? Would he be saying, I told you so? <laughs> you know, I ride by George's old office on San Vicente almost daily. And there isn't a day I don't look up at his office where it used to be and say, George, we miss you. <laughs> we really miss you. That guy. You know, I don't know what George would have said. I, I think he would have been probably irate. They probably would have shut him down on almost all yeah. social media. Um, who knows? I mean, I, I know what he left us when he was alive was a hell of a lot of truth. And I don't think any human being could listen to the American dream and not shake their head and go, wow, that was uh, amazing to even be able to express that. You know, there, there were two, two comedic geniuses that I would say that use comedy in such a unique way. George Carlin, Bill, Bill Hicks, both have passed on already. Right yeah. now, believe it or not, Dave Chappelle is under a lot of pressure because he's going that way as well. Um, because everybody's offended. Everybody's, I mean, comedy is a, a, a style that is in extinction right now if we let it happen. But these two individuals, George Carling, Bill Hicks, they were telling us everything and people were just laughed at sure. them. But if you look they at sure. what they were telling us, it was not comedy, folks. It was no, basically telling us the truth that was ahead right in front of our noses. Oh, yeah. I, I think for George to have gotten away with what he got away with back then, I, I don't know that you even could anymore. He um, he was not joking around. He was literally using his position and a platform to communicate, I think, a wake-up call. You know, Eisenhower did the same damn thing at the end of the 50s, early 60s, and uh, but different. You know, George did it in a way that they really can't take it down. I mean, he's he's a part of history. And, um, yeah, for anybody who hasn't heard it, listen to it. It's amazing. And, you know, I, again, knowing George personally, I, I saw how he was. He clearly was about that. He, he really was. And he, he really didn't care what anybody thought. And I think at this time, he'd probably probably go off even more. Um you know, I'm looking at your question. Was Trump placed as a Trojan horse? Um, you know, I, I, I'd have to lean towards. I don't think so. I, 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 and that's my interpretation at this juncture. That's a very complex question because I'm dealing with something that's past tense. Um, but I would tend to lean towards. Trump is all about Trump. You know, he's always been all about Trump. Um, I think he really honestly wanted the best for this country and still does. Um, I, I would tell you that, uh, and a lot of people don't like him, and a lot of people love him. And uh, I would tend to say he was just trying to be efficient. Um, he was at the effect of it is what it looks like. And you know, every president out there would do this, probably the similar things. They're all going to push the vaccine. I mean, if you look back in history, every time SARS, AIDS, you name it, if there was a way to get to a vaccination, they would do it. And um, this is more what it looks like. Um, I would tend to say he um, was following protocol, trying to 
to make something happen. And the problem with presidents are they're at the effect of all these scientific geniuses. And, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, politically, it's not easy to be a politician because. <clears throat> no, look, you listen, I, I understand. Something. I understand. He was a billionaire when he took, he, he went into office. So he didn't have to prove himself financially. And I know that he had bankruptcies in the past and, and all those things. And once you get to, to be in that club and there's some suggestions that he was, I don't know if this is true or not, but some people are speculating that he was part of the Lolita Express passenger list. I haven't confirmed that yet, but uh, we've seen pictures of him in Epstein and so on. And uh, also, he wanted to get rid of this swamp, but he had John Bolton, a swamp dweller, of uh, Fauci. He could have fired Fauci. He didn't. So it makes you wonder if he was playing, yeah, I, he was somebody's puppet or he was truly trying to do his best within the circumstances that he faced. It, you know, again, I'm not here to defend him. The only thing I can tell you is what the chart says. <clears throat> it tends to lean towards, he might've been a little naive at how they were running circles around him is what I might say. It doesn't look like he's conspiratorially in the fold. Now I could be wrong, But that's what the chart, that would be my interpretation of the chart at this time. Do you remember you know, when he passed the authority, I believe it was, or the power to FEMA? And it was, I believe it was um, Pompeo who, who gave him the news and told him what had just happened. And Trump told him, that would have been great to know before I did it. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's what I think. I, I think... You know, he's never been in an arena this complex with this many strings attached. And um, that's more what it leans towards. That's more what it leans towards here. It, it does. He doesn't look like he would uh, have knowingly like been conspiring. And, you know, none of these guys are Snow White. When you look at it, they all, you know. I'm, I'm surprised they're the temptations around them with the kind of money and power and people that they're around is, is formidable. But, um, I would tend to say he, uh, he, he had a little bit of naivety, um, is what the chart leans towards. And he was surrounded by some very manipulative, powerful people. And you're right. Some of the people, I mean, even Bill Barr yeah. <laughs> was stunning that he did what he did. You know, but I, I think when you look at the scenario and, I, and the, all of this only makes sense in any way, when you back off and you look that forget the politicians, you've got owners up above these bankers who have secret military, who are surrounded by <clears throat> forces and structures that are far above the political systems. Now, we're lucky that we live in a country where they're using the Fed as the clearinghouse to dispense what they dispense. But you look at the influences on the global situation where they fund both sides of wars. They always have um, the, you know, you walk up to somebody in Washington and you give them two choices. You say, you either do what we say you're going to do, uh, and here's the half billion dollars in the um, you know, and the Swiss bank account or the soft money, however you get it, uh, or we'll kill your family. And that talks uh, and that that really is powerful because you're not dealing with someone 
who's like the mob. This is way different. You're dealing with someone who has the influential powers to stop all branches of judicial, investigative, and enforcement powers because they all get money from one place. And it ain't, you know, the U.S. government printing its own money. So, again, Thomas Jefferson said it the very best, and I always really respected some of the quotes that I had read from him. Uh, And that was, he said, if anyone ever gets the power to print our money, they are more dangerous than any standing army. Well, it's exactly what's been happening. Wilson handed it over to him. And speaking of the Civil War, um, I think it's very noble that this country stopped slavery and absolutely should. And no one, I don't care what race, creed, color, gender, whatever, no one should be a slave. And that was worth fighting for. And I actually had ancestors who fought in the North for that. But anyways, long story short, what's interesting is the forces behind the Civil War were much deeper than just that from what I've heard. Um, This, again, was a lot of the tentacles from these bankers coming in from Europe and England, uh, doing a lot of manipulative things. That And they're really smart. They knew that they had to keep the slavery thing at the forefront. But there were far greater things, the taxations and the powers and the structures that were put in. And these same things are you know, serpentining even deeper. And uh, this is still the best place to live. But I would also say we're with the symbolism of the astrology coming up, we are either going to be – a socialistic or communistic outright country with stars and striped flags still on it, or or we're going to be the phoenix rising out of the ashes. And, you know, it's always wishful thinking to pray that it's the latter, but the, the astrology kind of supports that that is a, a, a possibility that's fairly high. And the only reason I lean that way is naughty astrology uses systems that are completely different than any other type of astrology. And what I like is that the 246th year, you know, give or take, I have to do this stuff by hand because there's no computer programs that do it, um, you know, by programming yet. I I hope someone comes out with some. But um, if my math is right, we have some very – interesting energies coming up that just may save our asses here and it's coming starting right around the corner and i know there are people the changes we need are going to happen at a very high level very high level and um it's going to take some very tactical stuff our military is being seriously compromised right now many many people that i've spoken to are in special ops um, people who are at uh, in medical levels are telling me a lot of very valuable people are exiting stage left because they will not get this RNA vaccination. And when you look at the training and the uh, value to this country's military that they take away by walking out the door for that, by that mandate, this is scary stuff. You know, everything we're saying, we're not saying this. We, we always say this. We don't want to spread fear. We want to spread awareness. And a few days ago, someone sent me a couple of, of clips of video games from 10, 15 years ago that depict exactly what's taking place. One is about the, the so-called virus. And the second one was about a an invasion, they say, 
North Korea, which no one would believe that, but I would say change the name North Korea to China and how they would be using a bioweapon in order to deflate and decimate our own military. I mean, look at, as you said, how many thousands of our military men and women are refusing it. But what about oh, the yeah. ones who have gotten they it? Are. What about the airliners? I've heard from people in the inside who are telling me that many pilots are showing up to work with chest pain. And they're flying those planes with severe chest pain. I mean, yes, we have two people. But what if those two people get vaccinated and they both suffer a heart attack? Do we have something in place to, to, to handle this? I don't think we do. And then now we have 5G. We have the airlines saying, no, do not roll out AT&T and the rest of them. Do not roll them out. They're going to interfere with our navigation system or something else. Something else is afloat. But also, there are two companies, BlackRock and Vanguard. We keep talking about them all the time. They own pretty much everything. They own Big Pharma. And if you want to look at it, I've been saying this for a couple of years, like we haven't seen a big war taking place. Something else is brewing. And what do we have now? Well, the pandemic. But BlackRock owns Lockheed Martin. They own uh, Boeing, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, General Dynamics. And they own most of the media. Talking about CNN, Disney, News Corp, Viacom, the whole shebang. So if you're tapped into the media, pardon? They own Fox, too. They own Fox, too. So if if anybody's tapped into these, and Fox News, I'm going to say it, is controlled opposition, all you have to do is go back to the election night, and you saw right there when they called Arizona so prematurely that I knew what was coming. I never once again watched Fox News. Yep. Well, I, I could tell you the programming runs deep. In, and the problem is, is so many people have bought this all hook, line, and sinker. Um, it, it needed maybe to get this nuts to literally have what's possibly going to happen. I think, I think we're looking in February here and March. Uh, if the astrology is right, <clears throat> we're really going to see it happen. Um, let, let's wait and see, but, uh, I, I get, see this Kalasarpa yoga does not break until the middle of April. This is going to really brew some very powerful forces behind the scenes. And I don't think we're going to hear about it on any of these bought and paid for media systems. I think if it happens and we do hear about it, then something really big has happened at the top of the pyramid. And it's likely to have happened in places we won't know about. But um, the astrology really points towards this could be what's happening. It, It just might be. What do you think of the mass population psychosis that's taking place? And then that term came from Dr. Malone, I believe. And it's proven that that is, that is a weapon used by governments and around the world to control the population. I would say most common, probably September the 12th, 2001 is when we started experiencing that. At least those of us who were not alive during the JFK assassination, that would be another event but I think this is what's happening now. How do we snap out of this mass psychosis? Well, I think that's exactly what is going on. And I think I think you're and he is right about that. There's there's many people who are saying that. And in fact, I've heard guys in the military who are very, very knowledgeable about this type of tactical 
you know, techniques and they're saying this is exactly what it is. And, um, you know, it's like, for instance, wearing a mask, uh, that is a big portion of it. Uh, if anyone thinks, you know, and I've heard this from really knowledgeable doctors, but there's been many of them all over. Anyone who thinks that their mask is going to stop anything, unless it's an N95, it's not. The, the disease is, is one micron. I've had COVID and I got to tell you, I've had worse flus throughout my life. I remember back in the 70s and 80s, I used to get flus. I couldn't stand up straight. And I'd have 102, 103, 104 fever. I just had COVID. I got through it just fine. And I can tell you um, it was severe, but nowhere near as severe as some of the flus that I've had in the past. And um, anyone who thinks their mask is going to stop transmission they're, they're dreaming uh, from from what i've heard from really professional doctors they've proven it and um now you can have a mask do a lot of good if it's the proper type but um I, i'm with george you know speaking of george one of my favorite favorite skits and i encourage anybody to watch this go watch george carlin on germs and he talks about your immune system and um you know, any of the doctors I've heard from, they've said there is probably nothing better than natural immunity. That's what I have right now, and I like it. Um, your body is, is an amazing system of chemistry, and uh, people have died for thousands and thousands of years from the flu. I'll probably get in trouble for this broadcast, Mel. I'm, I'm able to speak more freely on your show than most. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I can tell you uh, – from, you know, again, this isn't my opinions I'm giving here. This is what I'm hearing from really knowledgeable medical professionals. And uh, there was two uh, who I can't mention where they're leaving their posts of almost 40 years because they've been running around hospitals filling out the truth on clipboards. And you know what they were told? You better stop it or you're going to lose your license. And you know what they said? We're leaving here. And they're going into their own practices. And I said, God bless you. And I, I, it's not the first time I've heard this <clears throat> because any doctor, including Dr. Zelenko, who speaks out about what their science is telling them, boy, they're, they're really going to get it. <laughs> We're getting deeper here. I don't even know I'm going to be able to upload this uh, portion on YouTube. Usually we leave it for part two, but there's too many things to talk about. You mentioned the N95, which by the way, even the N95s do not present it. Uh, this is a message from uh, Dr. Nan Hayworth, MD. She said, true, I'm a surgeon. Surgical style masks keep droplets containing bacteria from falling from one's nose or mouth onto a surgical field. They do that. They don't prevent respiratory viruses from clinging to tiny particles and circulating into the air. Stop the madness. We've been talking about this for now almost two years, uh, Jeff, and FOIA requests were made recently about the uh, natural immunity, which you and I both have. I got the so-called Rona, so I am immune now. And the CDC, on their website, if you look at it, it says we don't have any evidence of anyone who has contracted the virus reoccurring it or getting it again. So if that's the case, why is it that they don't put the unvaccinated right next to the vaccinated? Why? Why do they discriminate against the, the unvaccinated when the vaccinated are the ones who are transmitting the virus right now? 
And this is why it's getting out of control with this Omicron and the new IHU scariant that's coming out from I don't know where, I think somewhere in Africa. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's exactly how we got it here in the house was a, a vaccinated, two vaccinated people gave it to us. <clears throat> and I've never had it since the beginning. Two vaccinated people gave it to us. Have you felt ill? Not ill as in getting it again, but as you, there's a lot of people that I hang out with here who have been, have been inoculated with the vaccine. And sometimes I feel sick around them. Yeah. All of a sudden, my blood pressure goes up. Uh, my wife, I'm not even going to tell you what she feels. She thinks that I'm crazy by even mentioning this, but it's the, it's about the menstrual cycle. She says, no, no, that can't be. And you hear it more and more. Well, you know, they'll come at us because we're not doctors, right? Right. And again, you're not allowed to think anymore. Or you're not allowed to observe or repeat what professionals say because uh, that's just not – you know, allowed. And again, this is where we're going. This is where the astrology shows the subterfuge and the manipulation on personal freedoms is at an all time precedent. And we're likely to find uh, this political return on the United States, I think, is going to have a snapback effect. We'll see where it goes. But what I find most encouraging is the naughty astrology on the United States appears to indicate that this may come back a lot stronger than we think. And I pray that it does. Because, you know, I look at my son, who's just turning 20 years old, and many of his friends, <clears throat> and they're all very concerned. They're, they're very, very concerned because, you know, the, this new world that we're heading into is one – where you're not asked to think, you're told what to think. Yeah. You know, critical thinking is not allowed. Well, you and I do this, I think, is because we want to leave a better world for our children and leave better children for the world. But let's go back here, what we were discussing earlier on. The 18 to 64 working age population, 18 to 64, that's the labor force. 40% yep. increase in deaths. My question would be, are there any forensic financial analysts out there looking into who's paying the the benefits? Because we're talking about probably billions of dollars that these insurance companies have to pay, and they were not budgeting because in the history of, 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 of insurance policies, I don't think they budgeted for this to happen. And by the way, I wanted to confirm because some people told me, no, they're not paying the benefits if you die of COVID. So I decided to call my insurance company to see if my policy would cover it. And I point blank and even recorded them. And I asked, if I die of the vaccination, do I get my benefits? And they said, yes. So if that's the case that these companies are paying, I wonder if there's someone behind the scenes from the central banking system funding them, bailing them out. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I mean, they seem to be able to bail, bail out everything. I mean, <clears throat> when you don't have to ever call a loan that you give or collateralize it, um, they could fund anything they want. This is exactly how I think they intend to fund socialism and communism. It's how they've been doing it. You know, when you have a blank check to write anything you want – 
you know, I mean, that's one of the beauties of the United States is the formidable military power that we have. And we have a lot more than people may know from what I've heard, like not just conventional stuff, but some very secret weaponry that is extremely off the charts. Where does that funding come from? How could a country do that? Well, that's the benefit. We get to print our own money, or at least the owners print our own money, and um, they fund it. And I, I think they can fund anything they want. This is why you look at the political agendas that are going on in in Washington. Um, everyone is pretty much bought and paid for. Well, with all the staffing, and we're talking about staffing shortages everywhere, not only in the healthcare industry, but everywhere. But let's focus on hospitals, for example. 700 healthcare workers were fired today at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. If this were truly a pandemic, Jeff, we would be short-staffed without these terminations. So something else is afoot here. And if you think that a so-called virus is what they're really trying to introduce, I beg to differ. There's something else. What they really want is to chip everybody via the, the, the vaccines or the boosters so that they can keep taps on you control because their biggest threat, and this is why we go back all the way to, what was it, 2007, 6, 5? I don't remember exactly when when Facebook was born, but it was the day they killed LifeLog, which was a project from DARPA. The Congress said, nope, we, we can't have you looking into the lives and what people think. Well, a corporate a corporation came along called Facebook, and basically we gave them the key to our mental kingdom because that is the biggest weapon, data mining what we think. When the government knows what we think, they're always predicting our next move. The iPhones and the droids that we have have the ability to read your heart rate. They can do all kinds of things. Um, we're carrying around GPS microphones, cameras, and monitoring equipment that would scare the hell out of us if we really realized what could be done. 5G, when it gets fully rolled out, um, is been shown to interact with some of these nanoparticles in these vaccines. And uh, again, this is not my opinion. This is people who've told me that's what's going on. These patents have been around from the 80s and 90s. And there's a eerie i mean a, a lot of folks have said they wouldn't mind exterminating three quarters of the population and replacing everybody with ai and um, there's there's certainly some agendas that are going on here that are just crazy and radical enough to warrant what the astrology says and i think we might see this play out this coming year. That Pluto returns three times. It starts in March. It comes back again in the fall. And the final hurrah is December of next year. So again, these are energies I have never seen. No one's ever seen, uh, period. This is the last time this would have happened would have been the formation of this country because that's, that's how long it takes Pluto to go around. See, the second hit actually is going to be July 10th 
And the final hurrah is going to be about December 27th. Now, for people listening, a lot of folks will say, yeah, but, you know, he's, he must be using the tropical zodiac. Well, as a matter of fact, I am. And I am a Vedic astrologer. I find sidereal is exceedingly accurate. But I also would caution people that the tropical has been really accurate. The tropical Saturn-Pluto opposition brought us 9-11. The sidereal did not. The Banks crashed in 2008-9 precisely on the tropical squares. The uh, COVID-19 whole system came into play. You could have set your watch to it. I was actually stunned. My, my jaw kind of dropped at how precise it was to the celestial alignment of tropical Pluto hitting tropical Saturn. And when I say tropical, uh, many astrologers use two different types of zodiacs. One is the sidereal system, which is the precession of the equinoxes. I find it is exceedingly accurate on many things, particularly on souls, people, animals. Very, very accurate on that. Uh, that's really how Nadi astrology is put together, is, is looking at the path of the soul and the sidereal lunar mansions. But I find on mundane things, and when I use the word mundane, that's a type of astrology that looks at weather, it looks at worldly events, et cetera, et cetera. I find that the tropical has been a clear, clear, accurate system to rely upon. And I think people not looking at that in conjunction with the sidereal are, are missing a big picture. There, there seems to be two divided camps. Well, I'm a sidereal. Well, I'm a tropicalist. Well, I'm whatever works. I don't care. I'll observe everything. And if it doesn't work, then I throw it out the door. If it does, I'm going to look at it because I'm trying to get data uh, not, you know, channeling Zulu from Zeton here. This is, and I'm not demeaning anything because I have a lot of clients who are psychics that are amazing. And a lot of them are seeing the same thing. They're seeing, wow, there's something really big coming up in February, March. I say, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what the chart says. So we're, we're going to have to wait this out and see. I don't think anybody's going to be able to call it. Even some of the remote viewers that I've been working with have said the same thing. We can't nail it down, but something really big's coming. I said, Yep. And see, that's what I like about astrology. I was always a skeptic of all this stuff, except when I see accuracy. That's what matters. You see, when I'm when I'm going down the road in a car and I see somebody running a red light, I know damn well that I got a situation on my hand. You better swerve, hit the brakes, or get out of the way. So th these are realities. And when I see correlations between worldly events that are unequivocal, that happened right when these happen. This is not something you you can just say, oh, that's that's arbitrary, you know, because it's not. And I, I can tell you these things are in play this year. Welcome them because, uh, you know, transformation is what's got to happen. See, Pluto, Pluto is a planet that's very strange. And a lot of people say, yeah, but Pluto's not even a planet anymore. And I'm like, yes, it is. Right. Yeah, dynamite comes in small packages too. And so does C4. Pluto may be little, but my observation in location astrology with thousands of clients over the years and, and also my own experiences, Pluto is extremely intense. It's raw power. So when Pluto conjoins 
and no one could live to be 246 years old, right? So only a country could do that or a city. So the fact that the United States has this happening three times this year, this literally is likely to be utter destruction of something that exists and replacement and transformation into something new. And the phoenix rising out of the ashes metaphor fits quite well. The only problem with that metaphor is you do have to have ashes first before the phoenix can transmute and rise out of it. So something is likely to be very, very powerfully happening here on this country this entire year. And um, I think we have the setup right now that's just insane enough for it to happen. And uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I really believe this Durham thing is not over. We haven't heard much, but it's not over. We also have a lot of things brewing, and I don't want to get political here, that I've heard that ain't over with yet. And um, it would sound, you know, again, we only – can reference what the mind control media tells us. And I wouldn't trust any of those guys further. I could collectively pick them all up and throw them, which ain't too far. And um, we're going to see where this goes. The astrology so far has been accurate insofar as that it always is correct that events happen on these celestial alignments. The free will amalgamated with the forces that are arrayed on both sides, the good and the evil, if you will, are going to really show who wins in the end. And I don't think anybody's going to be able to call it. You know, but I think it really makes you wonder it. when you look at the studio and they're not even telling us that it's a studio where Biden and the resident senile uh, there, he has these windows. I, th I think I'm sure you, you know what I'm talking about behind him. And you see all these pictures that they're telling us that he's in the White House. But a few days ago, he had some containers, some cargo containers uh, with, uh, you know, what seems to be a port somewhere. And in the background, the skyline was South Miami Beach. And I have family members who live in those buildings. And I'm thinking, why is the White House pretending that uh, they're in Miami somewhere? You know, for all we know, this could be a retirement home where they're broadcasting this information. So can, it's like a movie. There, there's neutral density filter. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's actually, if you study the windows that you're saying, Mel, you can actually see the waving paper. That That's actually to cut down the light in the backs uh, on coming into the room. Oh, yeah. There's there's no question. Yeah, but they're TVs. Strange stuff going on. They're TVs that they're putting. They're monitors behind him that look like windows, but they keep putting different types of of imagery, backgrounds. It's, obviously, he's not in the White House when those, the, the footage is, 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 when they're broadcasting those, you know, to TV. But let me just say this. I hear the theme of 2022, according to astrologers, or some of them, is the year of the new abnormal. Because all systems break, they break down, space for new ones will emerge. And as the new year begins, we're in the thick of that in-between place, stumbling around in a state of cognitive dissonance. Do you agree with this statement? 
Well, yeah, that's exactly what I've been saying. Look at the Pluto return on the United States. And I don't put it past these guys to really screw up supply chains. They are already screwed up. There's a lot more shortages than everyone thinks there is. And I'm not just talking about, you know, you know, toys for the kiddies, you know, at, at Christmas time and Valentine's Day. I'm talking about stuff we need like car parts. I have already heard stuff backed up that manufacturers cannot get. Food, supplies, medical supplies. And I'm going to tell you, it's a lot crazier than we think. And if if they ever start disrupting um, like this whole game here in Los Angeles with the harbors, that's a, a bunch of fallacy. They, they are – they're using the Air Resources Board to limit any truck that is older than like a year or two old to come in and pick up supplies and start carting them around the country. And they're already working at ways to divert that. There, there is some out-and-out subterfuge forces causing this. And um, there's, there's probably 25 scenarios that could happen. And let's hope – Literally, there's divine intervention here to keep it from being more severe than it could be. And um, I, I, again, I can say these trigger points are coming up and we're just going to have to wait and see how they play out. You know, the problem with astrology and psychic work and all this stuff is it's all subject to interpretation. You talk to 10 people, you're going to hear 10 different ideas. That's why I don't like to play God and say, well, this is what's going to happen. We don't know. And I can tell you, just like when COVID broke out, I knew some shitstorm was going to blindside us, and it did. It's just a matter of how would they do it. Well, they certainly did. And this is the same scenarios. These are very strong strategic energy points that line up. <clears throat> and God only knows which scenario they're going to roll out. But I think we're, we're likely to see the clash of the titans at the very top of the pyramid. How that'll play out, we, we need to see. But it looks like, to me, it's going to. And by the time the pieces fall down to us uh, mortals down here, we'll see how it ends up, you know, and, and the ripple effects and what happens. But I think it may be exactly what we need because – the, cl the course we're headed on is a pretty precarious one if it keeps going. I feel, Jeff, that I feel like 2021 has burned out a lot of people. It's almost as if we've gone through a ritual of some sort. And, and I do see that it's a, you know, about rising from the ashes. We're snapping out of the, the mass formation psychosis. Uh, but, you know, you are bringing us ancient wisdom for modern times, the 2022 edition. How can people learn more about your work, your services, and so on, Jeff? Well, the best way to get hold of me is always Jeff at JeffHarman.com. That's H-A-R-M-A-N, Jeff at JeffHarman, H-A-R-M-A-N.com. You know, that's the best way. But, uh, you know, what I find is going on a lot. I'm, I'm stunned at how many people – are pulling up stakes and they're moving to places that are better, safer havens. And, um, you know, a lot of this is psychosis. Uh, from what I see here in California, it's nowhere near as severe as they want to tell you it is. The biggest thing, though, that is severe is look at the crime that is being allowed throughout this country. Yeah. Look at the immigration. They're shipping them all over the place. There is forces going on. And I think there's stuff going on far more dangerous than we know about um, that is, is setups for things that they'd like to do if things get out of hand. But you look at 
right now, the other day I pulled into a friend of mine's business and the whole front end was boarded up. And I said, Arthur, I said, what the hell happened? Uh, a bunch of guys came up right when we were open, smashed the hell out of everything, reached in and grabbed it. He said, thank God I had the inner gates closed. They, they weren't able to get in. Just grabbed everything right in front of us, took off running down the road. And the cops were there. And he was an older cop. He came up to me and he says, you know, he says, I've been doing this for 40 something years. And he said, I'm really getting sick of it. He said, because we catch these guys before the ink's dry, they're out the back door. They give a pat on the back as long as he said, I've never seen anything like this in my life. So they're funding and planting all these district attorneys and these insane Soros in certain states. Yeah. And they literally are breeding crime. People who are murdering, people who are raping, people who are doing horrible stuff to people. They pat them on the back. Go ahead, kid, get back out there. I mean, what is going on? I mean, it's like they're breeding it. This is the Neptune square Mars, Neptune opposition I said earlier. So people may say, well, what does he mean? Well, that's exactly the result of this. It's the freaking twilight zone, folks. And this is what we're seeing happen to this country. The Neptune square Mars, Neptune opposition, Neptune is exactly that. The Pluto return is where we're likely to see somebody throws a grenade in the room and says enough's enough and hell's going to come to breakfast. I actually thought it would prior to that, but when I, in retrospect, I think what's happened is probably right on with the astrology Neptune square Mars series, which began last year is essentially a very confusing, very strange diabolical time that no one can really put their finger on what's going on. That's ending coming right up in the next couple of months. And it it's not just ending, it's ending with a Pluto return. And we may see a resurgence in snapback that's very powerful and very organized that might just be the phoenix rising out of the ashes. And I sure pray and hope it is. I keep getting interrogations that people have asked, like, God, what do you think? And I'll cast a chart. And I keep getting that that's the direction is leaning in. You know, this country is very blessed. They say there's angels that literally are formed at the formation of every great country. There was a story I read um, that they said there was a man who showed up at the, the signing of the Declaration of Independence and everyone there listened to him and nobody knows who he was. Very mysterious man. He only ate fruit off the vine. And after it was done, he disappeared. And that was it. And there's been stories throughout many legends that, that at the formations of great countries, these things tend to happen. So there's a divinity of this planet. And no matter how evil it gets, I always say, if you look at the hierarchies, the upper angels, which are hundreds and hundreds of dimensions above astrology, you know, all these astrologers running around, oh, I'm a Pisces, I'm an Aries, and all this airy fairy crap. Nobody is their astrology people are experiencing their astrology. We got incarnated at specific astrological times. Your soul is hundreds and hundreds of dimensions senior to any star, planet, galaxy, or otherwise. And I really get adamant about this because that's one of the things I do in my readings. The first thing I point out is look, all this crap you've been told about you are your astrology is bunk. You're not your astrology, you're experiencing it. 
just like we experience the traffic going down the road. It's very well, hold it right there, Jeff, because we have to break in both segments. JeffHartman.com is the best place for people to contact you, correct? Yeah, that's it. Good. Well, we have to take a break, folks, but I have to say this before we break. I've always believed that every crisis teaches us a lesson. What did 2021 and even 2020 try to teach us? I'd like Jeff to answer that question. And there are four eclipses in 2022. Some say eclipses are are markers of time as they bring matters to light and reveal things that we haven't seen before. April the 30th, May the 16th, October the 25th, and November the 8th. Two solar and two lunar eclipses. What can you tell us about the upcoming eclipses? All of this when we come back. This is Mel Hustlerick. My special guest today is Jeff Harmon. You are listening to Veritas. See you in the member section. Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the member section or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy, MMS, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the members section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe. You want to know.